Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is I, Augusta Foster. We're going to switch gears today. Uh, You're used to hearing, you know, if you're one of the listeners, you're used to hearing the About Nothing and Everything pod presented to you by Belmont 12 Creations. Uh, Well, Belmont 12 Creations presents to you Man Talk Mondays with I, me. He is I and I am him. Augusta Foster. Uh, the reason I said switch gears is, you know, I, I use the platform, the About Nothing Everything pod to somewhat ramble and, and give my opinions and thoughts on just a multitude of things. You know, as I stated from the beginning, politics, music, relationships, race, some taboo subjects, and above all, why people who you catch up at some point tend to be sociopaths, you know. But that's what I use that platform for. And I try to, you know, drive current news and events and get people to think more with the About Nothing and Everything pod. But on my other platform, under my government, Augusta C. Foster, I use that platform to speak, coach, and guide men, specifically men who've divorced, men who've gone through tough relationships, men who have abuse in their history. Not just, you know, black men, either me being black, but just men in general. And I changed that platform and geared it towards those people because not only am I one, but I realized very quickly at times there was nobody like me around to really extend that hand to be, you know, uh, in the military, you have, you know, the buddy system, you know, the army, they, you know, your battle buddy, that person who, You know, they're they're there to get you through, get you above and beyond the obstacle set before you. So now, you know, I said, well, you know, I already do a pod and everybody every Friday I take questions and people say, man, you should do a pod within a pod. So I said, man, that's way great. Instead of me creating a whole nother channel, whole nother platform, whole nother. I'll just do the pod within the pod encompassed within the pod under the pod under the business that produces the pods. <laughs> so here we are. This is the first installment of Man Talk Monday. Uh, when I'm going to touch on this episode very quickly, uh, I'd spoken to or I'd spoken about on a live and I called it Hug Your Sons. And it's going to be consistent. I'm just going to add some things. And for those who heard it, you know, I'm going to throw a little bit, of, little bit more flavor, you know, a little bit more flavor on this one. Uh, as I did with the live, but the reason I say hug your sons in the moment I'd initially spoke about attention that young men lack. And the reason I said it's going to be consistent is, is because young men need positive. We always, you know, we grew up, you need positive reinforcement, you know, you need good men around you. But what we really never openly said was you need to be able to hug your son and not feel awkward so that your son doesn't need to feel awkward. You need to be able to appreciate, affirm and love on your son. You need to be able to be affectionate with your son. And here's the big thing for you to not feel gay or weird or strange or anything else, just for you to be man enough and comfortable enough to be able to look your son in the face Tell him I love you and hug him. It's really not that hard. So today, today's title, Hug Your Sons. Now, initially, when I started this and and spoke to this topic, at the time, uh, 
Cam Newton, who recently just signed, you know, a new deal with the Patriots and he's working really hard and he's bouncing back and he's still one of the most like physical, like the level of physicality he brings to the game. Very different. He's a, he is a, the man that I don't, you know, I don't want to call him a machine or animal to take away from his human qualities, but he is a rare breed of human being. And all of the talent is still there. Some, you know, it lacks a little bit of luster just because age is undefeated, but it's still there. And a couple of weeks ago, if you don't know, Cam Newton was out and he was free camp, inner city kids, area he'd grown up in, providing all of these kids an opportunity to meet NFL players, all pros, retirees, JUCO coaches, D1, D2, all of these different, creating a platform for young men to engage the people who they're going to need at the next level with respect to football. And the young man, you know, on that day chose to, you know, clout chase and act a fool and make fun of Cam. You're a bum. You don't have a job. And this snag, you're a free agent. And, you know, people were upset because Cam initially responded to the kid. And I'd hinted weeks ago and said, you know, this, what people are missing is, you know, and later Cam did a post. Where he said, you know, I spoke to the young man's father, all of this. But people were on Cam. Why do you respond to the kid? Why do you that? And, and what I got out of it in that moment was this is a young man who goes home and he lacks attention. Because if he were afforded the opportunity to go to this camp and this stage, and he was on the stage, and instead of showing his talent, my exact words were, on that stage, you show your talent, you don't show your ass. But that kid chose to show his ass. And people wonder, oh, man, well, well, it's true, and there's that. And I said, everyone is missing the point here. Here was a young man being placed in position to succeed. But he had to show out for his friends. He had to show out for his buddies. And whenever I see that, I always say, because I, at one point in my life, there were times where I did that. And I revisited even myself. Man, why did I do that? I got care, love, respect, affection at home from my mother and my father. So I said, this kid is showing out and reading what Cam had said afterwards. I said, this is a kid who doesn't get all that at home. Fast forward a month later. And people are on both sides, you know, but Kirk Franklin and his son, I believe it's Carrion. Uh, Kirk Franklin's son exposes Kirk. Kirk's cussing out his kid and yelling at him and all the language you wouldn't expect from Holy Ghost, new vibe Kirk Franklin. You know, the Kirk Franklin who made it okay to stomp and, you know, semi crip walk in church. You know, the Kirk Franklin who opened the door for, you know, your, 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 your tied tributes and the McDowell and all these other people who vibe different with gospel, that Kurt Franklin. And, you know, of course he's not perfect. He's just a man, but people won't view it that way because we expect more from some people because we put them on pedestals, even though they don't want to be. And Kurt came out and he issued an apology. And I sat back and I said, what makes his son? Cause I assumed his son was young, but I said, what makes a 33 year old adult man with unresolved issues with his father and his family. What makes him, instead of attacking this head on going, we need to fix this, what makes him instead at 33 use this as an opportunity to clout chase? And the reason I say that is this is somebody who, you know, his son, strangely enough or oddly enough, followed in his father's footsteps. He's dabbling in music. So you get this from your father. You're following in his footsteps there. And like I said, by all means, Kurt is not perfect. He missed the mark somewhere. But now here's his kid who's not a kid, but his son, 33 years old, 
at the time, he had about 2,900 followers on Instagram. Now he exposes his father. He's calling his father a fraud. You know, this, you know, saying the house was cult-like and all of these things. And someone told me, they said, well, you know, maybe how do you think it's cloud? And I said, at 33 years old, he understands what he's doing despite the pain that he's feeling. And the pain that he's feeling from his father, man, that's hard to fix, but it can be. So now given this platform, all these eyes watching, instead of him using it to say, man, we're, we're going to work to build and improve this. I want y'all to pray for me. I need some guidance. I need some help. Instead of that, he continues to blast his father. And I said, people, man, it's a lot of hurt. I said, that's a lot of hurt. It's a lot of misguided pain. And it's someone who now is getting attention where clearly he wasn't getting it. You've got to hug your sons. You have to give your sons attention and affection and love. No different from your daughters. And you see, that's that's kind of the toxic environment we grew up in. You know, you, you didn't hug your sons. I mean, if you think about it, how many fathers really ever, you know, how many of your dads, they were present or active in your life ever, you know, kissed you on the forehead, gave you a hug, looked you in the eyes, patting you on the back, said, you know what, son, I really love you. You're doing a great job. Not many. I mean, it was strange. It was foreign, if you will, to us to hug your son. The idea of giving affection to your son. Now, nah, we don't do that because we're men. And we we attached something so precious and important to. My my favorite topic, we attach something that important, that vital to the to the mental and the spirit of young men. And we attach it to being gay. I mean, let's be real. I grew up in a time where everything was gay. I participated in ballet, chess, poetry, choir, all of that. All the things that were quote unquote gay. Last I checked, still heterosexual. Totally been whole life. Well, the wild part is there was just this thing of, oh, that's gay. And nobody, I never thought about it that way. Even when I participated in these things. But then. As I said, I revisited my dad supported me in all those things. He appreciated that I wanted to put forth effort, that I was doing something different. So I never thought about it that way. None of the dudes who I was inquired with, hell, the dudes who did ballet and played football or wrestled, none of them ever questioned it. They never thought, ah, yeah, man, this is gay, me being in a choir. No, no. We were secure enough to know, no, nah, man, this is going to help me stay limber for football and wrestling season. Hey man, why are you taking choir? Isn't that for, isn't that for all the queers and the homos in there? No, not really. Like I enjoy singing. I, I like it. It gives me some calms and expression. Plus seeing women in here, but that's, it's not, it's not what was painted. It's not what was told. We made everything that was supposed to be peaceful and loving. We made it like hostile. Oh man, you're doing this. You're doing that. You're breaking from the mold of what we say being manly is. Hell, we made artful expression and creativity weak. When the whole time it wasn't. I say all of that to say, don't let, I always says, don't allow society and their standards and the things that they tell you dictate how you operate in your home. 
be comfortable enough in yourself as a man and a husband, as a father, to know that the same love you give your daughter, the same affection, the same pouring into knowing that, you know, supporting her and all of that, you're going to need to do that for your son. Tough love. Yeah. Tough love is there. And sometimes it works. But affection, love, support, admiration, that always works. So next time, you know, when your son comes up short, he fails at something and he needs to learn a lesson from it, instead of being aggressive with the tone, man, you effed up, you fouled up. Just go to him, bring him in close, give your son a hug, tell him, look, man, you tried. I love you. I thank you for trying. I thank you for putting forth that effort. Next time we win in this thing. Because that one instance, that one time where you extend to him that hand of fatherhood, friendship, that bond of knowing, look, man, I've been where you are. Now you two are connected on that level. You and your son, he sees you in a different light. Maybe now you're not the tyrant who's always yelling at him. Now you're not showing the softer side, but you're showing the real father side that he needs to see. The dad who's not always just barking orders, but the dad who on this day, man, maybe, man, my dad is different today. His whole vibe has changed today. Maybe he hears you differently and that day changes his life. But hug your sons. Give them the love they need because if they don't get it from you, you could be raising the next kid who's out here screenshotting and recording a bad conversation that y'all have or even, you know, more than that. He could be out here acting a plum fool on the camera, all for likes and clout. And really, he just wants his dad to give him a little attention. Listen, man, thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Love you. Keep your head up. And enjoy your day. Peace.